Hello and welcome to the Scotty Mac with Cheese podcast. Oh, we got a treat today. Anytime I can bring my wife Melanie in on one, this, this is one you don't want to miss out on. Okay, let's get to the title. The title is Why Single Men Should Run To and Not Away From Strong Women. And I wanted to do this because I guess encourage strong women because sometimes as a strong woman, you would meet a lot of guys, but then they kind of go out with you and then they just disappear. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the fact that, you know, she wasn't pretty. She's gorgeous, but she, you know, she's also very independent, and very strong. But the interesting thing, and I reflected on this the other day, it's kind of like when we met, I got flashbacks to when I was single before I dated, even before my first marriage, I dated a lot of strong women, but I never looked at them in my mind as the one. Gotcha. They were fun to be with, and but I just didn't <coughs> see them like that. Oh, okay. You see, like, you seem to feel like that there's a rapport, and they like being around you, but then they, you know, kind of move on. Well, you know, it's a good thought, but mainly it was because it was showing probably a side of me that I didn't even like. Mm. So, what does that mean when you say a side of you that you didn't like? Well, I knew I was kind of loud and kind of spontaneous, enthusiastic. Fill the room. Yeah. Yeah. Some people just did not want to be around that because they didn't know how to handle it mm-hmm. until I met you, which well, made it nice. But I was still confused. Yes. You know, I didn't understand why I had this strong bond. I never really looked at her as somebody that would be the one, but yet I had to keep going down I-12. She lived in Abita Springs, and I burned up that interstate. <laughs> um, it's like... Pursuing a, a dating relationship, like Melanie said, and strongly opinionated. Yes. And then being bold, I had to learn to be a little more bold just to, I guess it was a protection mechanism. You were single for 10 years. That's right. But there was a period there you weren't really dating that much. You were working while well, you were working on your spiritual life. Yes. You were You were working a lot on your house. You had your own business. That's right. So I stayed pretty busy on those terms. But the the funny thing is, one day I looked at myself in the mirror and I'm like, what on earth am I doing wrong? <laughs> How could all these guys be the blame of me the way I am? I don't know. So, I, got a, I got a self-reflection and then I decided that I was just going to uh, allow God to change me mm-hmm. to become the person that attracted my mate. And so even what the, were you what were you attracting? Relationships that didn't last. Relationships mm-hmm. that I wanted to fix. Right, right. Uh, and I know that I don't need to fix. I need to get out of way out of the way so God can deal with that person. I was trying to take over. Like mm-hmm. that's who I was, but I didn't really like that. But I didn't I don't know. It just kind of evolved into who I was and so it was like when you would get into a relationship, you stepped in and took control of the situation. 
I don't know why I was trying to fix things all the time. Mm -hmm. That's just my, is that my nature? So I decided to take an old house and fix it up. You know, I didn't have to deal with, uh, with people on a different level on that level. So I, I meet her and she's kind of like a life coach. That was the impression that I got from her. Even if when you were very, very strong and you were uh, expressing opinions I didn't run off because you didn't give that with any sort of bitterness, nor would you mm-hmm. close the door on what somebody else had to say. And that was in, intriguing as heck to me because mm-hmm. I'd never I had run into a lot of opinionated women. <laughs> but, wow. uh, you know, this one was not bitter at all. And so there was a lot of intrigue there. So does 10 years of being uh Single. I mean, I'd go to lunch with. Um, I lost my thought. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's okay to lose your thought. At least I admitted it. Let's see. Were you following me? Were you paying attention? <laughs> yeah, I'm supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. Oh God. Well, but when you were had these guys come into your life, mm-hmm. they found you intriguing. But did you find that a lot of them were trying to put you in like a box? Mm. Like, uh, you're going to have to rein that in. This is what I like to do. Or did it get that far? No, I think I had a pretty uh, long checklist of Mm -hmm. pros and cons. And um, those 10 years when I was single, I was allowing God to uh, fix me. Now, Uh, you see, some women that will listen to this will say, well, what's to fix? You need to be accepted for who you are. I, I hear that a lot. I, I heard that a lot. But when you said that to me on our first date, that was just like, that was so foreign to anything else I had ever heard. When she says she wanted to fix herself, uh, I had to fix myself because I was, after my first marriage, I was going back to being like a playa. I was just out of college. I was going down that road again, and then I met Melanie, and (laughs) things started to change. And when she said that, I'm going, wow, you had a lot of people that were paying attention to you. But again, they weren't really that, I guess, in tune with trying to get a relationship with you. Well, first of all. I don't even know why. You know, it's it's so funny because love is, is a mystery. Marriage is a mystery. And. I have to admit that with us, like you said, we're not really the same people that we would look for in a mate. But with those 10 years, again, I'm going back to being single. Um, Now I got my thought back. (laughs) (laughs) Hurry up before it moves. Um, I literally had to, at that point, say, okay, God, what is it that is, is wrong with, not wrong, but what can be fixed with me so that I can attract that the mate that you're preparing for me on this journey of life. I was just open to that. Mm-hmm. I knew what I didn't want and I do, and I kind of knew what what I wanted and I kind of knew what God was preparing my heart for. And there was a checklist, pros and cons, you have to do it. And it 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 helps you sort through uh a lot of things because you really do need to know when those red flags go up. You really need, do need to know when it's time to just say next. Right. Is that difficult? Because a lot of women that have been single 
for a long time. Yeah, they're wishful thinking. They don't yeah. want to. They don't yeah. want to let go of any of it. Well, and maybe there's some things that they feel like that they can change or fix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Well, there were some other things, and I wanted to pass this along to you because you know this might be the PG moment, but when. Uh, she would go out with guys. What's the first thing that you would tell them? Or the second? Uh, the guys, well, it wasn't just about asking that guy for his credit report. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I started doing that kind of like nonchalantly. And uh, how, how can you be nonchalant? Can I see your credit report? Well, before we go any further, I'm going to need to see your credit report. <laughs> I, I was in a, at a dinner and... Uh, this guy I'm sitting next to is like a bunch of us in a big round table. We were just talking and I mentioned, well, you know, one of the things I I need to see before I go uh, dig any deeper into a relationship that I think could be good is I have to see their credit report. And he, he about got out of his chair and walked away because... He was appalled. And so, <laughs> so I was like, oh, well. Well, you had a lot of people. I, I remember she asked me at a dinner. She says, okay, so how many ladies are you, are you seeing, if you don't mind me asking? And I said, well, you know, it hadn't been, my divorce hasn't been final for that long. So, you know, there's just some some ladies I know from church, you know, with just casual coffees and stuff like that. I don't know, seven and so, okay, your turn. <laughs> I didn't think he was going to come back and ask me the same question, but uh, that's Tell how it works. Tell him how many. Well, I couldn't count them, so I had to write them down on a napkin, and I, I kept adding. After 16, I kind of lost count. <laughs> 16! 16. Now, these were guys that were interested. Well, first of all, if you don't know, Melanie is six foot tall and gorgeous. She's just full of energy. And guys are drawn to her. So they finally get an agreement for her to go out with them. And then they get the speech. <laughs> What's and the speech? The speech. You know, that speech about... About nothing happening before marriage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, the speech. Like, yeah. Oh, I just nonchalantly... There's that word again. Nonchalantly. Yeah. A guy's I, listening to this part. Right. I just nonchalantly mentioned that I've been celibate for 10 years and I was really just waiting uh, for God to present me with my husband. And then I'll be waiting till we get married. And wh whether they liked it or not, they I wanted to get a good response because I felt like if I was around a godly man, that might be good. And yeah. I would have loved to have been there with some sort of camera. When you said something like that, just to be across the table, when you came out with those words and just take a picture of that guy's face. Yeah, but that was how God was changing me. He was allowing me to be bold enough to say stuff, things like that. Yeah. So that's how that happened. I don't even know how I responded, but I was just confused by it. Well, between uh, that and me giving you a, a a word of purity for the for the uh, right. for you to take with you into the new year. That this stopped is, me from being that playa yeah. mentality that I had before my first marriage. Right. I mean, I, I literally felt like I opened up a jar and pulled this piece of paper out, purity, because that's what it felt like, because it wasn't me speaking. I would have never said that to anybody. Right. So I just knew it was it was a good thing. Well, it was, it was so funny, because when I would tell people, and I told people this, 
and uh, said, well, you know, when we became engaged, I said, well, we're, we're going to wait till we're married. And they looked at me like I had five heads. <laughs> you know, they said, wait. You know, it's like that line. What is that? Mo- what's that movie? Uh, While You Were Sleeping, where I guess it's Sandra Bullock. Uh, said to the lady that worked at the transit thing and said, oh, oh yeah. yeah, you're engaged. Yeah, so, yeah. well, well, tell me, well, we're waiting. And she goes, waiting? Waiting like, for what? Yeah. <laughs> so that was just like a very, very strange concept. I'd but like it, to see that movie again. It yeah, was a good one. Uh, I'd like to, too. I, I like the chick flicks. So. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good thing. But I you know like what? She too. likes the reality shows. Uh, and reality TV, and I enjoy watching the, you know, American Idol. These are all great shows, but the kinds of ones that you'll run across on, uh, for example, <laughs> I would hate Netflix. to Netflix. You know, that's like wrestling. It's it's a script. <laughs> it's not real. Oh, she goes, oh yes, it is. It is. Um, okay, so <laughs> l- let's kind of rein it back in yes. to the personality type because. Melanie already alluded to this. She was, uh, she's loud. She laughed very loud. <laughs> and uh, it was funny. I, I talked to somebody at the radio station. I said, well, I'm, I really met this girl and I really like her. We've been seeing each other for a while. And, you know, she's, I just don't know. I, I couldn't put her into a category. She's just quirky. Mm-hmm. And then that coworker fires back, well, Scotty Mac, you're pretty quirky. I said, oh, it's like quirky loves quirky. It takes quirky to know quirky. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Melanie was different in this way. And and ladies, if you're a strong woman, you're listening to some of the things she's saying. Before you jump to conclusions and saying like, well, I would never tell anybody that I have to fix myself. They're going to have to love me for who I am. Sometimes you got to look in the mirror. And guys do the same thing. This really goes beyond gender. Yes. Because uh, I heard a guy on the radio the other day, and he was talking about how he's got all of, you know, he's he's ready for, for a relationship. He's got all of this going on. He owns this real estate company, and he's looking for a wife and don't know what's wrong. He's, he's got a set of criteria and that he's looking for. And, <laughs> you know, the, the self-sufficient woman has always been attractive to me. And you put that in a uh, just a, a beautiful human being like Melanie is. I mean, she's when she walks into the room, or it did for me, it was just like, whoa. Even one of your daughters mentioned, uh, she goes, she was like, I see why y'all get along. Y'all, like a light switch, y'all both on. Yeah. I had that because of the radio. And she had that because of what? You're pushing me off my stool. Thank you. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> we are in closed quarters here. He was making me lean into the microphone, but yeah. my uh, little bitty stool wasn't coming with me. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, trying to give him a hand motion like, yeah, stop, right. but he wasn't listening. <laughs> How good of a listener am I? Well, I have to say you're a darn good listener. Until you told me the other day when you said I need to work on my li- you need to learn work on your listening skills. I said that to you, or you yeah, said, oh. you said that you needed Scotty Mac needs to work on his listening skills. I do. I did a a, cl- a big class. Well, it was a fun class with just ladies, and it was listening for heaven's sake. 
Didn't even uh, the, know about this. Yeah, and it was really, really wonderful. And so, and that's the other thing with Melanie. I mean, the thing it it was really important for me to find, uh, you know, a Christian lady. It was kind of funny because we met on Facebook. Yes, and that surprised a lot of people. But you know, <laughs> it's funny when you when you hear it. Yeah, I mean, you got mutual friends, so you can go and do a little stalking. Well. Scouting, I should say. That sounds better, right? Yeah, we had like 82 friends in common. Yeah. Because he used to live in New Orleans, and I'm from New Orleans, and we our paths never crossed back there. In fact, when I lived in Metairie, well, you New and Orleans, I, at the when time, I lived in New Orleans, right, you lived right. out in New Orleans East, right? Right. And I was supposed to go to LSU that year, graduated from high school. Be a Tigerette. Yeah. In the a, band. A baton twirler. Uh huh. Not a Tigerette. Is that what they were? Yeah, the Tigerettes. Now yeah. they don't have that anymore. Well, I, yeah. I don't know if I would have met you then, but, you know, hey, it's it kind of crazy. It probably wouldn't have been right. Yeah. I was a nerdy trombone player <laughs> and not very good. I'd sit in the back of the bus. All the guys, were, you know, uh, the Golden Girls had the good-looking guys. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's what I remember. Um, you're good-looking, too. Oh, you're so sweet. Okay, oh. before we get everybody sick here. I've got a list, and I can't even remember where I got this from, Mel. So, And you tell me what your take is on it, okay? Number one, a strong woman doesn't need a man to fight for her. Like a lot of guys would say they want to fight for their woman, and some women don't need that. So what do you say to that? The scary part about all that is my two daughters that I raised, they're still single, but they're still Yikes. <laughs> you got to pass on that one. Well, you were single for 10 years. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, this is how I look at it. If you need help from somebody, a guy, you have to let them know because they're not mind readers. Right. And right. I found that was very useful um, to not be so strong, like you're saying in that first question, but to allow them to flourish as well. Mm, that's a good know. way. Good balancing act. Yeah. Okay, number two. A strong. Oh, were you listening to what I said on the first one? I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> no. Don't you so love much. that laugh? A strong woman knows what she wants. Well, I know. I knew what I didn't want. <laughs> I'm sure if I really knew what I wanted. But she always dated these guys that were like men's men. You know, they blue collar work, workers. Blue collar workers. You know. Work, do woodwork and construction and all of that stuff. And here I was, a radio guy. And, she, and I, knew I, never. Fix, I knew I couldn't fix him. I knew I couldn't get in the way that way. Yeah, but, because, but, uh -huh. because I was so far removed from anything you had ever known, you wouldn't have known where to start. No, I think it was because uh, I was learning that if you needed my help, I knew I had to wait to be asked. Okay. Know? And then that that helped. But once you did ask, you know, I had to make, I would always make sure if that's really what you wanted. So a strong woman will not wait for the guy to make the first move. You didn't have to worry about that. All of them try. <laughs> uh, they, uh, anyway, well, we, I think we've already covered that ground. A strong woman will require honesty and vulnerability. True. This actually we, goes for both genders here. Right. But we do know that we need that. 
it's it's like <laughs> a when strong I was, woman I, would show you who you are. Yeah. Well, that was I'm I'm trying to scroll. Oh, because there one. it is. Play games. That's where yeah. you were before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wanted to come down here and and say this because right after my divorce was final, I there were a couple of ladies uh, on Facebook. Well, I you know, met him at church. And then there was one on Facebook that knew this friend that she started kind of showing some interest. And one of them said, when we met was, I don't do drama. Now, it doesn't matter whether you're a girl or a guy. But my experience has been, if you have a guy or a girl that says, I don't do drama. They is, are drama. They are already drama. <laughs> they are saying they don't do drama because they're trying to blame the other person for something they already do. <laughs> Am I right? Yes. And that's the truth that uh, Melanie uh, brings to the table. You know, if you can handle all the intensity, love, honesty, and conversations, guys, I'm telling you, your life will be better with a strong woman. Now, ladies, just listen to what Melanie was saying about how you can hone in some of that strength to work to your advantage, not just because that you're, you know, interested in meeting somebody, but it's about improving yourself. And guys, same thing. You know, Melanie talked about looking in the mirror. We have to look in the mirror because, you know, if God's going to put the right person in your life, you got to make sure that you're kind of going down the path he wants us to. Yeah. And, that, and that's and, the key. Right. And you're yeah. to, uh, I just heard this one time and it was like, okay, what do I'm looking for? I just want to attract the right person. That's what I want to change into the person that attracts the right person. Yeah. Do you understand what that means? That you want to be shifted, remolded uh, into a person that would, bring you the type of person that is best for you, where God has you. Mm -hmm. Once you've arrived there, uh -huh. then your mate comes along. And, and that's the coolest thing in the world. And, you know, it's not perfect. I mean, I've had my little <laughs> moments where I just kind of, <laughs> yes, this COVID-19 thing has had a rough Hello. Rough, yeah, it's been rough. <laughs> yeah, and we were caregivers from my ninth. Well, she just turned ninety-three on Sunday. My mom, and then the other thing that Scotty Mac didn't really sign up for was we were caregivers for uh, my daughter. Erica. Oh, I love Erica. Oh no, her mom. You know, it's kind of interesting because <laughs> I can see the generations. She's in the middle. I can see the generation behind I'm, her and the one that was ahead, and I'm going, Oh, my gosh. Wow! <laughs> I'm going, this is crazy. Uh, but, you know, on the other boy. side of the coin, she accepts my cheesiness. Yeah, but sometimes I roll my eyes at it, Oh, too. <laughs> all the time. All right. Yeah. So there you go, the Scotty Mac with Cheese podcast. You did a great job, Melanie. Oh, thanks. I think we got a future in this business. Oh. Who, who knows? <laughs> Thanks for joining us, and we will talk to you again. Bye now.